Hello, my name is Ed and welcome to the second episode of this Cost of Living Crisis podcast. We hope you found the first episode helpful. That's focused on all the ways that WWU can support our colleagues through this crisis and all the benefits that are on offer. If you haven't heard it, please do check it out. Today on this episode, we're talking about how the cost of living crisis is likely to be affecting our customers and how WWU can help. Now here at WWU, many of us often come into contact with our customers in one way or another. So for example, operational colleagues visiting people in their own homes, then there's customer service colleagues speaking to customers on a daily basis, or our customer support officers who live and work in our communities. So those of us who regularly come into contact with customers are in a unique and some might say quite a privileged position to spot those who might be particularly vulnerable and really need our help. But that being said, it's not always particularly easy to spot vulnerability, but there are a number of things that you can look out for. For example, the wider environment. So outside the house, are there assistance rails? Are there ramps? Is there evidence of young children living there? What's the state of the property inside and outside? Perhaps They've got no heating on, perhaps they're wearing outdoor clothing inside or the property's particularly dirty or untidy. There's the person's appearance. Do they look unwell? Are they cold or frail or tired? Are they using unusual body language? There's the customer's behaviour. So maybe they're upset or they're erratic or they're nervous or aggressive and suspicious. And finally, there's communication. Perhaps the customer's unable to make eye contact or they have difficulty talking or they have language difficulties. Now, this can be quite a challenging and even, you know, overwhelming position for our colleagues to be in. So hopefully some of what we go through today on the podcast will be of some help. Now, there are actually quite a few ways that we can help our customers through what are particularly difficult times. On today's episode, we're going to be hearing all about these. So from fuel and food poverty and energy efficiency to finance advice and emotional support. We'll explain more about all these things throughout the podcast. WWU also has a wealth of partners who can make a real difference. We're going to speak to representatives from two of these on this podcast episode. But firstly, let's hear about some of the ways that WWU can help our customers when it comes to this cost of living crisis. First up, we're going to be speaking to Elena, who is part of WWU's social obligation team. So welcome, Elena. Can you please tell us a little bit more about your role and what the social obligation team does at WWU. Yeah, so my team are here to support our colleagues in helping our customers. So when they've done everything they can and they need extra help or advice on what they can do to help this particular customer, they can come to us then for that help and advice. Thank you. Now, obviously, um, it's been very cold recently. That's added to the impact of the cost of living crisis. I can imagine it's a really, really tough time for many of our customers at the moment. What have you been experiencing? What have you been seeing and hearing from customers and how they're coping? We're hearing from customers who are unable to pay for repairs on their gas appliances or replacement of gas appliances, customers who are struggling to keep warm because of the cost of gas and electricity, and that's on top of the rising cost of everything else that they're having to deal with. We recently had a customer who had a faulty boiler and this was flagged to us. But this lady was elderly, living on her own. She's going through cancer treatment and she didn't have £4,000 to replace the boiler. A lot of people don't. On top of that, she wouldn't have known where to start with trying to find somebody to help carry out that work for her. But there are ways that we can help, right? That's right, yes. So in this particular scenario, what we did was referred her to one of our partners, National Energy Action, NEA. 
and they were able to make the arrangements for her so she didn't have to worry about that. And then they were able to find grants and use the funding that we supply to arrange for a new boiler to be fitted. And then they also did a benefits check for her just to make sure that she was claiming everything that she's entitled to, to help with her financial situation and the, the rising cost of living. So how else can we support customers? We can help customers being more energy efficient. We know lots of customers might be paying higher bills just because their homes aren't as energy efficient as they could be. We can help then by directing them to our partner, Warm Wales. We can also offer a keep warm pack. These are great for keeping our customers warm when the gas supply is interrupted and they're worried about the cost of running the electricity appliances we provide. It contains a blanket, hot water bottle, thermal cup, socks, hat, gloves, thermometer, hand warmer. Um, We still supply the hot plates, fan heaters, oil-filled radiators and microwaves, and they're great for some people. But with a lot of concern about the cost of electricity to run these, giving the keep warm pack as well is critical. Another really big one is the emotional support that we can provide. If anyone's really concerned about someone's mental health or well-being, both MIND and the Samaritans are charitable organisations that are brilliant at providing really practical and immediate help and support. Can you tell us, Elena, a little bit more about the Priority Services Register? Yeah, sure. So the Priority Service Register helps us and other utilities look after the most vulnerable customers just to ensure that they get the support and attention that they need. So households who have someone who is of pensionable age under the age of five living with them, living with a chronic medical condition or is disabled or any other specific sight or hearing impairments are able to join this. It's a really incredible service and something our colleagues can do really easily. So I would urge anyone who's worried about a customer, friend or family member to have a look at this in more detail. Our ops colleagues can sign people up to the PSR via the PSS app and in the back office, colleagues can sign people up via our website. So how do colleagues get in touch with the social obligations team? Anyone can ring us on 0800 072 6202. Somebody will answer that number 24-7. You can also email us on services at www.utilities.co.uk. That's brilliant. Thank you very much, Elena. You're welcome. Now, I mentioned that we're going to be talking to some WWU partners, organisations that might potentially be of help to some of the customers that you come into contact with. Warm Wales are one of those organisations. And to find out more, we have Katie Cook here. Katie, can you please introduce yourself and explain a little bit more about what you do? Hi, I'm Katie. I work for Warm Wales. One of the key projects I manage is called Healthy Homes, Healthy People, which is funded by Wales and West Utilities. And the project covers all of Wales and then round into the southwest of England. The aim of the project is to uh, support people to live in warmer, safer and healthier homes. How are vulnerable people finding themselves? What's their situation at the moment? I mean, in all honesty, it's pretty dire. So we're hearing a lot of a lot of really awful things from people, people who are choosing to only eat cold food so they don't need to put an appliance on to heat things up. People who are just so grateful for any amount of support and help, whether that's like an electric blanket or a bit of signposting to where they might be able to get some government financial support, talking to people who are running out of money on their prepayment meters and just doing what they can to try to top that up to keep them and their children warm. It's really horrific for quite a lot of people at the moment. Obviously, you can't solve these problems, but are there any tips and hints that you might have about how people can keep their bills down and keep themselves warm? The difficult thing at the moment is so many people have just switched everything off. 
that to them is how they can save money. Where we can, we will signpost people to other forms of support. So we'll let them know about if there's local grants available, if there's local forms of support available to people. We are encouraging people to contact their energy companies where that's helpful because in some cases, people's direct debits could be lower than perhaps they've been given the impression that they can be. And to talk to the energy companies about ways of managing their payment so that they can do what they can to stay on top of that. And then I think it's just about kind of being really careful around the home. But like I said, they've kind of turned everything off, so they're doing everything they can already. What do Wells and West Utilities colleagues do if they want to contact you, if they have some concerns about a customer that they've come across? What are the lines of communication? So the best way to get in touch with us really is via email. So we have a dedicated inbox, which is hhhp at warmwells.org.uk. So that's healthy homes, healthy people. People can send through information about householders that they're concerned about, as long as they've got consent, obviously, from that householder, giving us a bit of an overview of what support would be useful to that individual and their contact details, preferably a telephone number, and then try and put as much support into place as we can. Fantastic. Thank you very much indeed to Katie. It's great to know a little bit more about Warm Wales and and really how to put customers in touch with them. Right. Next up, our first line managers at WWU are coming into contact with customers on a daily basis, and they are witnessing exactly how customers are being impacted by this cost of living crisis. So next up, we're speaking to two of our FLMs. Darren, uh, Josh, hello. Take it away. Please explain who you are and what you do. My name is Darren Keeley. I'm EMS manager for Wales and West in Swindon. It's Josh Williams Trim, EMS FLM in Westbury. Is it right, Josh, you guys are sort of face to face on a day to day basis with the customer? You see what they're going through when it comes to the cost of living crisis? Yeah, definitely. I mean, every day our guys are out there seeing it and they're flagging it up with us. And it's us going out on site as well and speaking to these people if they are in need. Is it something you see on a day to day basis, the fact that? money is tight and energy prices are high definitely more so now in the last probably six months there's been a massive increase in it especially since the cold weather's starting to kick in people are just trying to make ends meet i think we're, we're getting called out quite a lot more to broken boilers and they can't afford to fix them or they're struggling to get somebody out or their credits run out on the meter and they just need some help basically you know there's a couple of occasions we've been to jobs where actually it's not so much as a gas escape, which would be our bread and butter. This particular customer had been let down by a plumber. She sort of rang us up with a gas escape. We've turned up and actually there was no gas escape as such. It was just she was having terrible problems with her heating. There are different people out there that can also help them, but it's them being able to find out where they can get help from. But certainly in the last 12 months, we've had more tools available to FLMs and engineers to actually guide these customers through different paths, through different parts of our company and customer services where they can get help. What things can WWU do to help somebody in a situation whereby the cost of living is affecting their access to energy? Very basic start, leaving alternative heating. We can use oil-filled radiators, we have warm packs, we have fan eaters. We can forward them on to our our customer services team and our vulnerable customers team. They can try to send them through on the priority services. Uh, We can try to get hold of gas safe engineers. Basically, just do as much as we can for the customers that are in need. Um, Josh, have you found there are ways that you're able to help? Mainly just helping them understand the situation better. There's, There's a lot of things where 
they've got issues with boilers. They don't quite understand what it is that's going wrong. All they know is that boiler doesn't work and they don't know who to contact and they don't know what the solution is. The best thing I've found is just having that conversation with people that are struggling. You know, it might be that we can get somebody out to look at the boiler and, and get it going for them. Or it might just be that they need somebody to speak to the British Gas for them. It's just getting somebody there or offering some form of assistance. Do people get angry? Because they're in a moment of crisis in, in this cold anyway. So what tends to be their emotional reaction? 50-50, I think. Sometimes they've called us as an emergency. They expect us to turn up and resolve that issue for them. Sometimes they're just thankful for the advice and the help and sometimes they'll ring British Gas and you might not get a, an appointment for three weeks but once we take the phone and have that conversation with the call centre and say actually this is the situation this is what's going on that appointment can get pushed forward I think as long as we're seen to be doing stuff like that they understand what we're doing and, and that we are trying to help. Fantastic thanks Josh. Darren have you any sort of tips or advice for people who might be in a similar situation to yourself when you're dealing with customers who have no access to gas perhaps as a result of the cost of living crisis and it's freezing cold well yeah we have got some leaflets we can leave with customers that advise them a route to go also the internet's a wealth of information when it comes to trying to save energy and obviously when you are with the customer you want to put yourself in their shoes what we can do for customers now is vastly superior to what we could do with customers two years ago, even. Josh, how does it make you feel dealing with customers in crisis, potentially um, inflammatory situations? Are there, are there ways you have of dealing with the stress? Every job has some form of stress to it. Sometimes you need to realise that what customers say to you is not necessarily directed at you you can't take it personally um but you need to understand that actually that you know this person is in in a time of need and they just need help or they need to vent their frustration yeah i suppose just talk about it and you know if you've come across a situation that does impact you quite a bit then don't bottle it up speak to somebody we've got mental health first aiders you can speak to we got eap Although the customer's in a bad situation, you don't want to then put yourself in one because of a result of that. Thank you very much indeed, Darren and Josh. I'm sure those experiences that they've had ring true with many colleagues, many of you guys across WWU. And so the final part of the podcast now, another WWU partner. Now, I guess when we think of vulnerable members of society, we automatically think of the elderly. So with that in mind, welcome Michael Phillips from Age Cymru and Age UK. Michael, please tell us a little bit about yourself and what those organisations do. Okay, I'm Michael Phillips. I'm the communications manager at Age Cymru. What are you seeing and hearing currently around the cost of living and how that's affecting the elderly? Well, of course... Loneliness, isolation and poverty have been factors affecting older people for decades now. It has been a real challenge. But then we had the pandemic and now we have the cost of living challenge. It's now become extremely challenging. We're actually at the limit of what some people can manage right now. With the cost of living crisis, one of the first things to go is socialising. So while they're choosing whether it's heating, eating or care packages, they're unlikely to go and say, well, I'm going to have a coffee and a cake with my best friend. That's fascinating. You wouldn't 
normally consider loneliness to be a consequence of a cost of living crisis. What advice do you have for people who might find themselves challenged by the cost of living crisis? What steps can they take? One of the first things that we would say is to make sure you keep your home at a comfortable temperature, that is comfortable to you. That is the most important thing. That might mean just heating one room, for example. It could also mean that you use the, the sun's natural light to come through. So open your curtains during the daytime, but make sure you close the curtains at night. Don't cover any radiators. So don't put any sort of settees in front of it. No point having a warm settee and, and a cold room. We would say have at least one hot meal a day and plenty of hot drinks. Wear lots of thin layers. Many people think, oh, a big thick layer would help, but surprisingly, lots of thin layers is more productive. And then we would say, keep moving if you can. You know, if you can go out for a walk, please do. And if you can't, then maybe do some chores around the home, you know, so vacuuming or cleaning, cooking, anything like that. Try and keep moving. So how do you and your organisation help with this situation? Uh, the first thing we would say to all the people who are struggling is to reach out and seek help. There is help out there from all the utility companies and through charities such as ourselves. Fantastic. Now, obviously, this programme is for Wales and West Utilities colleagues. So if they are to come across one of their customers who would benefit from your support, how do they get in contact with you? Where do they find more information about you? It's very simple. We have um, public numbers. That's 0300-303-4498. Or you can visit our website, www.agecumry.org.uk. Or if you're outside Wales, you can contact Age UK on 0800 678 1602 or visit their website, which is ageuk.org.uk. Now, Michael, the, the people that would potentially need your help are possibly alone. So what sort of services do you offer to people in that position? Well, we can signpost people, first of all. There are still lots of clubs and societies. So we, we can signpost our nearest one, Nordic Walking. Uh, we have arts and creativity. We run Tai Chi classes. There's probably something there for everyone. Uh, and they all have a common theme. So as well as the activity, there's an inbuilt element where you can share a coffee and a chat with someone. Thank you very much to Michael Phillips. And remember that everything Michael talked about today is available across the UK and Wales with Age UK or Age Cymru. And thank you everybody for listening to this podcast. Hopefully it's been useful. And hopefully now you have a clearer understanding of what to look out for. And of course, how to help customers who find themselves in a vulnerable position because of the cost of living crisis. Uh, so a bit of a recap. You can contact the social obligation team via phone. This is the number. 0800 072 6202 or you can email them on priority services at www.utilities.co.uk um, Warm Wales their email address to use is hhhp at warmwales.org.uk and the number to call for Age Cymru who may be of assistance if you're looking to help some elderly vulnerable customers is 0300 303-4498. Now, those organisations aren't the only ones that are partnered with WWU, of course. We have a wealth of partners that can help you as employees and customers. If you want more info, head over to Pipeline to check out the full list of those partner organisations. It's also important to say that all of this is available to you as employees of WWU, just as it is to our customers. 
many of whom, of course, may well be friends and family. As I said, hope that helps. Thank you very much for listening and see you again on the next episode.